I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Happy Tuesday. Happy day nine. Happy week one. How are you doing? How are you doing? How was your day? Uh, you got those questions. Load them up. Of course, I need an iPad though. Here it is. Uh, let's get rolling on them. A busy day in the group today. What did we have? We talked about fresh eyes for our returning members. We talked about how to navigate the program when you're sick or your appetite is being affected. That includes mental stress and emotional stress. Anytime that you just, you're not feeling it, you can't follow the program. We do have a sickness protocol for that. Uh, we also talked to the diabetics in the group. Okay, isn't Kim's story fabulous? Listen, we know that so many of you are so nervous about your health issues that you're bringing to the table. What we know is how well this program's gonna work for you. I mean, if you've spent any time over on that diabetic post, you're gonna hear all, all our returning members sharing their stories about how they've dropped their medications, get all, gotten off their metform, all of that. But we ain't about to tell you what to do because your doctor's advice always trumps our advice. And even though we know the benefit, we know the hesitation, we know the concerns, we're not about to tell you just to do what you need to do. Um, the same thing goes with those of you who are very sensitive to um, some, uh, so you have sensitive dietary needs, meaning that you have Crohn's, colitis, um, diverticulitis and such. So, so, you know, even though there is a lot more new research that talks about how nuts and seeds really aren't as bad as you think. It's just that when people tend to eat them, they tend to overeat them. And then we know the improvements you can see in those conditions. We also know that you're nervous. So do what you need to do, make any adjustments you need to make. Um, you know, if your doctor is suggesting that you do this or you that, definitely follow your doctor's advice. I am pretty particular about what you need to do to focus on weight loss. Um, and you know, to, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm pretty particular about it. Um, but I'm not about to force it on people. I'm not about to try to convince people of it. Um, but if you are a diabetic and you're nervous about some of the ask, first of all, really, really watch that food plan video and understand the rhyme and the reason behind it. Understand we're going to be making changes to it. Let us know all the questions that you have. Um, but if you're a diabetic, definitely check out that post. You're going to find it so super inspiring, honestly. What else are we talking about? Uh, cravings. Uh, that's a big one. Uh, cravings are not your body trying to screw you over. Cravings are just your body trying to communicate its needs by associations. Uh, so we're talking about cravings today, um, why you crave sugar, why you crave salt, what you can do about them. Also, we touched on your migrating motor complex, which is really cool too, which Sasha's going to break down more in our Science Saturday post. All right, let me get um, logged in here. Sorry. And what do we have tomorrow? What do we have coming up tomorrow? So tomorrow we're talking uh, nutrient-rich meals, like what, what we mean by that when we're always talking and making meals nutrient-rich, what the heck that means. Uh, we're talking about, uh, let's talk weight loss in general, expectations and such. Um, wondering why your weight is up. This is a big one. Your weight is going to be up for so many reasons beyond your control, none of which will have anything to do with real weight gain. It's just that we're, we're getting on the scale every day, so we're super hyper-focused on it. So we're going to pick up on the fluctuations, and so many things can cause your weight to be up. Being tired, being stressed, doing a workout can have your weight up, right? It's not real weight gain. It's just that when, you're, when you rip and tear your muscles, your muscles are inflamed, your body's retaining water, um, your weight's going to be up. 
Um, salty food, weight up. Alcoholic drinks, weight up. Um, so many things. Um, red meats, for example, because it's very hard to digest, can have your weight up. Not a reason to not eat it, not a concern, but why your weight might be up. Hormones, why your weight might be up. So many reasons. So make sure you check out that post um, tomorrow as well. We're also uh, talking about um, what to do if you are hungry and don't seem to be getting enough and what to do if you're not hungry and what hunger is all about. So we got some great posts uh, for you guys tomorrow. So check this out. Okay, I'm trying to get procrastinating, trying to get this. Um, I remember the password. Oh, can you? Sorry, guys. What? Yeah, I can't remember it. My brain is just mush. My brain is mush. My brain is mush. Awesome. Thank you. So I just want to point out also how quickly I did that. There's a bit of a time delay between when I jump on and Facebook starts to air the segment. So it's usually a couple minutes after seven. Um, so what I did there is I just turned on my iPad. I mean, you didn't see it because Tony did it. He literally went to the group and then immediately went to the photo and file section. That's like if I was to kind of scroll and wait for it to pop up on my feed, it's going to take forever. So once you are in the group, um, go to the photo and photo and media section, click on it. You might have to expand the photos and you'll see it airing. That's the best way to find Alright, let's get into this. My boyfriend ordered Cineplex popcorn. I bet I didn't even want any. Yeah, I love this. I love this. This is and you're gonna get so in tune to that, you know, like you think popcorn fun, yummy, but give yourself a second. Do I actually want it? No, I don't, right? Um and now if you're you're if you're new to the program, you know, this can take you a while to get to this place for sure. But that is very much a thing. When you're giving the body what it needs, it shouldn't want or need for anything. You know, even sugar, like a lot of you talk about being addicted to sugar. You're not addicted to sugar, you're addicted to the amount of insulin your body needs to break down the sugar, and sugar needs a lot of insulin. So that's really what you're addicted to, um, not actual sugar. Um, generally, you know, people feel so in control by their cravings. And if you just give the body what it needs, like when you crave sugar, bump up your water, when you crave salt, bump up your fat, that usually does the trick. Sometimes there are residual like cravings that you can have where like if every, I always use this example of Grey's Anatomy, oh, which it is a new one this week, isn't it? Yes, I think it is. Um, one of my favorite kind of me time things uh, when I was raising my young kids was Grey's Anatomy. I'd watch Grey's Anatomy on a Thursday night and I would go grab my glass of wine and that would be like my me time. And, and a bag of chips, <laughs> a bag of sour cream and onion chips. So for example, if I did that every Thursday night and now it's Thursday, oh, I'm looking forward to my show, I'm grabbing my wine, I sit down, my, I might feel like something's missing. Like, oh, where's my chips? Like, oh, I want a little chippies. Because this is what I do. This is what I associate to watching the show. This is what I associate to me time. So sometimes you have um, um, cravings, that residual cravings, I call them, or cravings out of habit, right? Um, but we're going to teach you how to get in tune to that. Like when you drive by and you see that Big Mac sign, McDonald's, right? You're, immediately your eyes go there and your brain's like, oh, fun. I would love a Big Mac. Wonderful. But what we forget is how we feel the minute we're done eating it. You know, and most often not, as yummy as a Big Mac is, we, we feel greasy after, kind of bloated after, our tummies are upset after. Oh, my God. Why do, uh, no one says I feel amazing after I eat a Big Mac. Like, no, no one says that, right? It doesn't stop us from eating it. But that's how in tune you're going to be with your body. And you're going to have the wherewithal to actually take the time to to feel how you're going to feel you know if you were to eat that um in fact that's one of the ways that we start to address portion sizes is by just simply asking
asking for questions and getting super in tune and aware of how our bodies are responding to the choices that we're making. So we're going to start that, break that down in week three, and then we actually start messing with the portion sizes in week four. That's why it's so important right now to build a solid foundation. Uh, you want to make sure you're hitting all the meals and snacks, making them nutrient rich. So read that nutrient rich post that we're posting tomorrow. Ah, sometimes I've skipped, I'm skipping lunch. Is that okay? No, no, <laughs> no, it's not. <coughs> Excuse me. No. I mean, I'm trying to answer this in a nice way um, without pointing out the fact that I have an extensive food plan video and a whole post that talks about why you don't want to skip meals and snacks. And every single day I'm saying, make sure you hit all your meals and snacks, make them nutrient rich, eat to satisfaction. You're not hungry, still eat those token amounts. I don't do that. Just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a rhyme and a reason. So I don't know what you know, though. You could have just got into the group. You might not be aware. Maybe you haven't watched the food plan video. So the best advice I can give you, uh, rather than trying to explain why you, you, you don't want to skip lunch lunch is like more importantly why you don't want to skip lunch there are things that you're going to want to do there's a rhyme and a reason to the ask on program and plan the food plan itself so you're going to want to review the food plan video and then uh, read over that post and it talks in there why the rhyme and the reason behind eating everything that we're eating you you definitely don't want to be skipping meals and snacks um uh but like but like breakfast and dinner is that okay to do um definitely wouldn't skip lunch like i don't <laughs> it's such a weird question um because you like skipping okay why are you planning on skipping meals right like that's the thing too like are you trying to plan to skip lunch to skip what can i take out like so, you know, I have a bit of issue with that, trying to plan skipping meals. <laughs> like, I mean, if you, if you're so busy and you're in a meeting and you can't, you, you can't eat, then obviously that might happen, but the, you definitely want to follow the plan, right? And you want to do what you need to do. Um, so, you know, people will say to me, well, if I'm going to skip a meal, what's better, you know, breakfast or lunch or whatever. And I'm just like, why, why are we having this conversation? <laughs> like, I don't want you to plan to skip a meal. So, um, so you don't want to plan to skip a meal. Now, breakfast, breakfast. Breakfast is optional. And this is why I know you haven't read the information because <laughs> we talk about breakfast. Breakfast is optional. You can have breakfast. You cannot have breakfast. That can change day by day by day. Um, you very much need to eat lunch. There's a whole food plan to follow. And um, at night, you definitely want to have dinner. You don't want to be skipping dinner. Um, you definitely want to be, at the very least, having some leafy greens, some protein. Um, there's a benefit to doing that. Um, you will have an opportunity down the road uh, to kind of eat more in tune to your body's needs. And, you know, know if you check in at a meal or snack time if you're not hungry you'll have the opportunity to skip it but we're a long way from that we're a long way from that so you want to be as consistent as possible in following the food plan hi lucy good evening i'm feeling very hungry even though i ate according to plan and drank all my water could this be detox it could one of the signs of detox is being extra hungry extra thirsty um even though you've eaten all your meals and snacks all day i guess you'll see tomorrow um also we are messing with your hunger levels we're, as we move forward we're going to approach weight loss from a variety of different angles that are meant to shake things up um and so we're going to break down hunger for you in fact we got those posts tomorrow like what is it like, like, let's talk about hunger, right? Like, let's talk about, um, what does hunger mean? Like hung, when your body tells you you're hungry, for example, that's not an immediate need for food. That is your body giving you a heads up. Hey, based on our energy reserve, you might want to start thinking about eating. It's, it, it knows it needs to give you time to find food because you know, we didn't always have cupboards to, and fridges to, and food was always, isn't always so easily accessible. 
So your body gives you a heads up with more than enough time, knowing full well you got to find food, you got to prepare food, then you have to eat the food, and then your body has to process, digest, break down, and then store that food into usable energy. And so what this is something people don't think about. Um, like someone today was like, oh, well, what, what can I eat after dinner because I eat early? Like if I eat at 5 o'clock and then don't go to bed to 10, like isn't that fasting? No, that's not fasting when you've eaten all day long. That's like you've had dinner at 5. You, you, but by the time, like at five o'clock, your body's still processing and digesting and breaking down your food. Chances are it's not even till seven o'clock, maybe even later, eight o'clock, depending on what you eat, even later, nine and 10, if you're eating red meat and steak, that your body even has the, the ability to access the nutrients from those foods. So just because I eat something now, like if say I'm starving right now and I eat something, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so much better. I ate. No, I don't. I feel the insulin and the whoosh, like the, the, the euphoric high you get from the, oh, okay, I'm good. Whew, God, it feels so much better. But technically, that food that I ate has to be broken down, processed, digested, and stored. So we're talking like if I ate right now, two or three hours from now until I can utilize that food, right? So these are the things that, you know, people really don't understand. They don't take in mind. That's, like, that's why I know if you're eating five, six times a day, nutrient-rich foods, eating to satisfaction, um, you're eating more than enough food. And chances are you're eating more than you need because you're feeding into the size body you are now. The size body you are now, right? So we're gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna be fine-tuning that as we go. Um so so you could be hungry from detox. Um, you could also be hungry because your body is just checking in with you and letting you know where it's at. Um, you could be thinking that you're hungry because your tummy is growling even though you just ate. Believe it or not, like this is another myth. Like your tummy grumbling after you just ate. You know how many times that happened, right? You eat something, an hour later, your tummy's grumbling. And you're like, I don't know. Someone's like, you must be hungry. No, I just ate. I don't know. Maybe I didn't eat enough. No, or it's your migrating motor complex kick in doing its job. So after your body's done processing and digesting food, your migrating motor complex kicks in and make sure that food goes where it needs to go. But a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so hungry. I, my tummy's growling. I need to eat. No, you know, just your migrating motor complex kicking in. And then there's things like the food train, right? Like people, you'll eat, say something like eat, eat lunch at 12 o'clock, you eat it to satisfaction. And then, you know, you're hungry, you know, half hour people will be like, oh, should I eat again? Well, think about this. If I eat at 12 o'clock and at 1230, I'm hungry. I Again, it comes down to how long your body's processing and digesting food. So that's just adding more food on top of the food that my body's already processing and digesting. That's not really doing anything for me. Not doing anything. It's feeding into that insulin need, that the amounts of insulin I'm used to using. So we're not like we're not into crazy pants talk, like spiking insulin and 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 all that crazy insulin talk. Insulin is the hormone that your body uses to break down foods and decides where it's going to allocate resources and stuff like that. And um, what what happens is is that your body gets used to using a certain amount amount through your set points, homeostasis, right? Your 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 body is kind of it, it, homeostasis. Homeostasis is like your set point. It's where your body is happy functioning. Where everything is working together your hormones and your body temp and your metabolism and your blood flow and and everything like it, you're just your body's regulating everything at a certain um body weight so on program one of the goals is to reduce the amount of insulin that your body's used to using it's to, to actually to to re kind of jig everything right this is why your plateaus are really important because you lose weight then your body has to adjust to the weight that you've lost and then your weight has to restabilize around then your weight has to restabilize your body has to stabilize around that that new weight so so insulin sort of factors factors in with that so this is also why you can eat something and overeat a meal and then a half hour later you're hungry again it's because you're over eaten 
insulin is addicting, right? Not sugar, insulin. So whether it's some sugar, so when you have sugar, you want more sugar, or if you have a large portion of food, you're hungry again shortly after. It's all based on that insulin, which Sa Sasha is going to break down for us in her Science Saturday post. So yeah, but to, to your point, Lucy, that's the number one of the number one signs of detox. There's three of them. Being extra hungry, extra thirsty, heading into bedtime or in the evening, even though you've eaten all your food and drank all your water all day. Um, waking up in the middle of the night around three or four o'clock time to go to the bathroom. That's a sign of detox. And then your water all of a sudden not being appealing. All signs of detox. So let us know tomorrow. Let us know tomorrow. Let us know tomorrow. Hi, Trixie. Fresh eyes. I should read it over and over. I don't want to fall into the trap of consistently being on back, on back on track. Yes, absolutely. Read over that fresh eyes post. Just read over that fresh eyes post. You know, you just, you don't want to be sabotaging. You don't want to be getting in your own way. You want to be maximizing your efforts. You want to be making yourself miserable thinking this something isn't happening because it didn't, didn't happen last time. It's not happening this time. You really want to be open to the whole new experience, bringing this whole new body to the table, right? Very exciting. Hi, Mandy. Proud of myself. I love that around here. I had a rough day, stayed on plan. This was the kind of day that would have ended with fast food and ice cream. I love this program. I love this. And you're not wrong about, um, we need to recreate our coping mechanisms. Like we use food for a lot of things to show love, to provide, to whatever, but to cope. Do you know what I mean? Um, and we, a lot of us use food as coping mechanisms. Um, and that works, but it's not really ideal right and so and so and so we want to reset we talk about rewiring how the body's come to function we're talking of rewiring the brain including associations um to it your belief system your coping mechanisms in all the different ways that you use food other than nutritional requirement so for the next couple of weeks and this is why i like just do what you need to do and make your foods nutrient rich and eating dissatisfaction and all of that um you're gonna actually get bored of this food plan in a couple of weeks and you're gonna be like oh my god i'm so bored and that's good because that means it's because routine and being bored and just eating what you need to eat and not looking to make your food fun and exciting and you know trying to just eat things that you love just like doing what you need to do that's going to give you most bang for your buck to help your body respond and lose weight sooner rather than later and that's very difficult for some people and this is why people will start focusing on other things and creating drama around them to sidetrack them from focusing on what they need to focus on and then when you do that it helps you differentiate between your needs over your wants, right? It helps you be more in tune. It helps you to do things like recognize when you're eating out of boredom, right? Recognize when you're using food for things like, like coping, right? Other than nutritional requirements. So the program is so super cool like that. It's so great like that. So, you know, and this is just, you know, like, this is great. Like, I love that. I'm sorry you had a rough day, but the, the, a lot of times we have rough days and then we do things that just make it fucking worse. You know what I mean? We don't do our work. We just leave it this. We drink alcohol, we eat food, and then we just wake up feeling next day and we go from mentally feeling not great to physically feeling not great. And it's not beneficial, it's not helpful. So I love this for you. I love that for you. I love that for you. Hi, Suzanne. I'm leveling up the app, putting my intentions and checking in partway through my day to see where I need to level up. You know I love that. I'm a, I'm a massive fan of holding yourself accountable, setting intentions, checking in midday, and you know, those reflecting at night. That's so huge. We are going to talk about sabotage. We're going to talk about, you know, um, you know, off meals and snacks, whatever you might, might, but we want to, we're going to talk about how hard it is and difficult it is to continue to show up every single day. And the best way to keep yourself motivated is to set those intentions each day. Like today I'm declaring that I'm still following this diet. 
You know, today I'm going to work on, you know, drinking my water. Today I'm going to work on chewing more often. Today I'm going to work on eating slower. Today I'm going to work on whatever that might be. Putting pen to paper or clicking away on that app kind of gets it from in, inside to outside and then even that brings it to the forefront of your mind. That's what setting your intentions is all about. This is what I'm doing. Like when I sit down in this chair, I'll take a minute and be like, what's my intention here? My intention is to inspire and to motivate, to educate, to, to rally, to whatever that might be, to help ultimately at the end of the day. So set your, your intentions and you'll notice a lot of our returning members and Suzanne being one of them, um, they, set, they, they set their intentions on the, on the question of the day post. They don't even ask questions. They just set their intentions. Today, Susie's great for this. Mars is great for this. So many, uh, so many of our returning members are so great for this. They just set their intentions in the morning. And that, it's just bringing it to the forefront of your mind. This is what I'm doing. Yes, I'm so focused on this. And then you got to do the midday check-in. You got to do the midday check-in because things can get away from you. I woke up declaring that I'm going to exercise. I haven't done that. I'm going to drink my water. Oh, shit. Better get on that. So the midday checking is that is really where you're holding yourself accountable. Okay, honey, you woke up this morning. You made all, you declared all these intentions. How are you doing on those? Oh, I'm fucking crushing them. Yeah. Or, okay, you don't got to sip my water. Got to get that in. And then the end of day reflection. And none of this is to judge yourself, berate yourself. It's none of those things. It's that this is really important to you. And it's so easy for life to get in the way. It's so easy to get sidetracked and not eat all day. It's so easy to get sidetracked and not drink your water all day. It's just the next thing you know, days are getting away from you and you're not doing and just blah. You know what I mean? So a little goes a long way. And what's going on with my hair? A little goes a long way in terms of, you know, you still showing up and maximizing your efforts. Um, and same thing with the end of day reflection, right? Like how was my day today? You know, oh, fuck, got away from me tomorrow. I got to set alarmers on my app. I got to do something to, you know, to remind myself to eat like that and just kind of, and again, it's not meant to berate, not meant to judge. It's meant to, you know, maximize your efforts in what you're doing, you know. So I love this. And, and you do not have to have used the app from the start. So many people, I get it. You're, I'm not a technology kind of person. Um, but our app is so user-friendly. Honestly, it guides you through the program, the process. It's got all the information. Um, the tracking is great, like all of those things. So if you haven't been using it, you can start using it now. If you need a code, just message our admin team at, through the website, GinaLibby.com or tech support or weight loss of Libby, any of those things, um, reach out, grab those codes, um, and get yourself using the app. You can actually skip ahead to the day that we're on. So you don't have to go back and fill it out or no, those like, you don't even have to track your food. If you don't want to track your food, if you just want to track your water, track your water, track your sleep, track your sleep, track your, whatever it is, you know? So that's why journaling and tracking is so beneficial for sure. Hi, Crystal. Thanks for, thankful for the Facebook lives being converted into podcasts for the search option on the app. I love the motivation uh, from these discussions. Yeah, I, I love doing the lives. I find like you get some really good tidbits out of these, just like some aha moments, you know, like when someone asks a question, I'm just kind of thinking like, of all the times I've been asked this question and all the different responses and all the different things I want to say about it. And, you know, sometimes I'm feeling the vibe of the person asking the question and just kind of throwing shit. Like I'm just throwing shit out there, hoping stuff, some sticks. Your job is just to pick up, you know, what's for you, you know, leave what's not for you, pick up what's for you. You know, I, I, I hope that these are helping. I think, you know, I think it's just like a lot of people will say, Oh, I so miss the, I miss the lives and all that. I don't think they miss the lives. I think they miss the, the focus, the focusing your efforts on what you're trying to do, you know? Um, but the lives are available, um, over on a cast, uh, also Apple and, and Spotify as well. Um, I'm also going to start doing some sort of like way in with Gina, I'd write take kind of certain topics and talk talk on those. Um, so that'll help give people a little bit of insight. Just trying to help to help as many people as we possibly can over here. So I'm gonna be starting that up in the next few weeks as well. Ah, 
Yeah, so I'm happy to hear that that helps. I'm happy to hear that that helps. Uh, can you speak to inflammation and why the plan, plan might not work for those with us for inflammation? Okay, let me read this again. So can you speak to inflammation and why the plan may not work well for those of us with inflammation? Okay, so first of all, don't get it sideways. The program will work well for you and will really help you. And if you have inflammation in your body to a point that it's it's preventing the scale from moving, then you're going to want to do a program like this. It's not that it won't work for you. It's just that it'll take longer for you because your body has more to deal with. That's it. Drop those, Mike. Do you know what I mean? So I hope if you have inflammation that you're not thinking this program isn't going to work for you. This is exactly the program that you're going to want to do. We are just really real about having a real conversation about what sustainable weight loss looks like. Um, I'm thinking, I, I don't keep it a secret. I'm not into quick fixes. Some people come in and their bodies are riddled with health issues like inflammation. Like I'll get people, like there's a, so today was talking about how they were sick and their weight was up and they, they ate like crap on the weekend and they're so upset and you know, they're, what can they do to get their weight down? Well, like, don't be trying to lose weight. If you like, if you're sick, of course you're, but first of all, it's normal when you're sick for your body to retain water and have your weight up. And then like, don't rag on yourself cause you didn't eat well. Like you're sick, take care of yourself. That's the sickness protocol, right? Um, so some people do have health issues where it takes their body longer to connect. I, you know, you could have inflammation, but you're doing all the things, maximize your efforts and you lose weight just fine. You could take someone who doesn't have inflammation, you know, half-assing the program, hit and miss, you know, doing all that, doing all that, you know, and someone with inflammation can end up, you know, losing more weight than someone without inflammation. Like the hardest part of this program for most people is showing up every day, you know, not actually eating the foods or dealing with health issues, you know. Um, so the program works really, we are expecting people to have health issues. It's just that there are four sort of four main reasons why uh, people's bodies might be slow to connect with the program and the process, which we're going to talk about and break down as we go. It's way too early to know that. Um, way too early to know that. Um, like Lee Lafore, for example, I always use her because she's one of our VAs and I know she doesn't mind me talking about her. Um, you know, she, her, her body, she had a lot of stuff that she was dealing with. She didn't lose one pound till week seven. And I thought you might be like, oh my God, if I don't lose one pound till week seven, I'm out of here. Yeah, but the joke's on you. She stuck around and now she's lost over 130 pounds. You know, and that was over like, I think a couple of years ago now at this point. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't put that kind of time and effort because it wouldn't be quick enough for you. But you know, if you have inflammation or major health issues, you need to put a lot more time. You want to put the time in. You need to put the time in to helping your body deal. So inflammation is an issue because it's not just inflammation in your body. It's inflammation in your brain and it dampens your messaging system. It messes with your, it messes with your insulin. It messes with a variety of different things. Um, so, so yeah, so. So the program works just as well as it does for anyone else. It just, it's going to take the time that it takes, right? Um, for example, we've had people do the program and then I had one woman reach out two programs ago and, um, she's like, I did the first program and, you know, I had, I, you know, I just didn't lose any weight, went to her healthcare provider, got her blood work, got her test, took her inflammation seriously, you know, kept following the program. And then she ended up, you know, three months later, her weight started to move, then she dropped it all. And it wasn't that what she, what she was doing the wrong things. It just it took her body a little bit of time. And then when it connected, it was, it was go time and she dropped her weight. So I don't guarantee timelines. I don't guarantee anything on this program. I can guarantee that if you stick around at the end and you follow through, you will not be disappointed. You'll be so proud of
of yourself. You'll be fucking stoked with your results, regardless of what's happened on the scale. I can guarantee you that we will be here and try to support you and help you and do everything we can uh, to give you the guidance for you to lose as much as possible. But I don't, I don't do guarantees around here. I don't do guarantees and everybody's a little different, a little bit different. So we are actually going to post about, who was that? Sorry, uh, uh, Cozy or Bax, I don't know what your name is. Um, so the plan works just as well. It just takes a little bit longer. We're going to talk, we're going to be talking to Dr. Paul about this. We're going to, we're going to talk about inflammation, uh, and all that and what you can do about it. Um, so don't worry about that. No, we got, we got it. You all covered. We got, we're going to talk about that more. Where are we? Good evening. Uh, struggling with fresh eyes, really noticing my portions are much bigger this time around. I don't know why this freaks me out so much still. So yeah, fifth times the charm over here, almost at my goal, Chelsea, but really, really feel I'm already getting my head, uh, pushing through and going to crush it. That might be the last little bit for you. You know what I mean? Is that mental part of it, right? It's check. Remember? You asked to reach that family and forever. Girl, you're going to be challenged with everything that you need to know to get there, right? To get there. So this mental part of it could be the part that this is the focus for you this time. You know, it's it's when, it's a lot of times it's when people see that, that it's possible, that that end game, like they see it. You know what I mean? You see the light at the tunnel and that's when people start um, sabotaging themselves. Remember, five groups later, my goodness, your body is working like a well-oiled machine. That metabolism is nice and high. Your body is not messing around. You know, it is not, it is absolutely not messing around. So, so you, you may very well need larger portions because your energy output is higher. All seasons change, right? So in winter, you're on that slow rev, right? That hmm, your body's like working like a heater, trying to keep you warm, craving those carbs, you know, fatty meats, soups and stews. Summer, totally different vibe. It's more like a zoom, like let's go. You're like, you want fresh foods, clean foods, uh, foods that break down real fast. You know, it's a totally different vibe. Body's boosting your metabolism, giving you more energy. So it would make sense that your portions might be bigger. So remember they're what they feel like and not what they look like. I know you know this, but it's still messing with your head. And this is just the, your belief system. So this is what that is. This is your belief system, right? You're nervous. You're seeing the end game. Maybe you've been here before. Are you actually going to be able to maintain it? I mean, you know that you know that you will, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Because that belief system runs really super deep. So it sounds like you're just cracking open the remnants of what you got to deal with, you know, with that belief system. Um, the, the food part's got to be easy peasy. You got to be so in tune at this point, right? So there's not much more to work on. There's not much more to work on. So so this is fun. I, you know, I deal with stuff in my business all the time that's not fun, but at the same time, time I'm here for it you know like I I didn't think I'd ever be a CEO of be successful at weight loss yeah change the world yeah be a CEO of the company now <laughs> no um, so I'm always working through shit I'm far from perfect I'm always dealing with shit but I, I quite enjoy it I have a real process for kind of trying to figure out what my deal is like why am I doing this and what do I need to do to to change it and what can I do to move past it and move on it like I, I live for that I, I love the process of working through my shit this, the problem is is that you work through your shit and you got more shit and the universe has a great way of doing that <laughs> and I say this a lot so for a lot of people for example you might have heard me talk about this right it's not just the weight loss it's the expectations that you put on the weight loss when I lose my weight I'm going to go for that job when I lose my weight I'm going to travel the world when I lose my weight I'm going to start dating when I lose my weight I'm going to open my business when I lose my weight I'm going to do this when I lose my weight I'm going to do that so it's, you're not just working towards a weight loss goal what you've 
you, you don't realize you probably put all these other things on top of it. So the universe is here for it. And it's like, okay, let's see what you got. And to me, this is the universe testing you. You have said to the universe, you have declared, I want to go there. And when I go there, I want to do all these things. So the universe is going to make sure you're prepared when your ass gets there. So it's going to throw everything at you that you're going to need to learn, work through, and all of that to get to that place, right? Like a big part of this, this the, what we're trying to do here is, yes, help people lose weight in a healthy way, physically, mentally, but to bring you to a place where you're just calm about food because you've worked through all your associations, you've worked through all your issues, you've busted through that belief system where you just, I lost that weight, man, the way I went about it is going to ensure that I don't gain it back, you, you wake up, you're mindful, you wake up, you look good, feel good, go about your day and you're just super calm about your food choices, you're hungry, oh shit, I got to eat, if that looks good, I'm going to eat it, I overate, oh shit, let me drink a little next water like next day, right, like just really super calm and you only get really super calm when you work through all the shit, so to tap. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. I'm, I'm excited for you. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I love working through this. I, I love working through this. Hi, Yolanda. Hello, everyone. I had a big non-scale victory today. Love that. Attended a work event and avoided the dessert table. Chocolate cake, truffles, couples, cupcakes, brownies, macarons, mousse. I looked at them all, but not a taste. Someone even asked me why I wasn't having dessert, and I explained I was just making good choices today. Isn't that so weird? Why aren't you having any? Also, like, let's normalize not really wanting it. You know, let's normalize not really wanting it as well. Like a big part of our goals around here. Also, I want you to sit in a room full of all your favorite foods and not even bat an eyelash because you don't want it. Now, that looks good. I'm going to eat it. Totally different thing, right? But to not, to be in the lineup at the grocery store during Christmas, Easter, whatever, and not like walk out with 10 piles of candy. You know, they do that for a reason because most people can't resist that. You know, I want you to get to a place where you're not even looking at I want to get you to a place where you look at it and you're like, oh my God, what's with all this candy? Like, oh my God, you know. That's what happens to me because I see the box. I see the candy. I think candy. My body's like, please don't eat. This is obsessed. This is insane. Don't eat all this. Well, of course, I'm not eating it, but just the thought of eating it causes my tummy to be upset. Um, your body knows what works for it and what doesn't work for it. And very soon, you will come to realize what works for it and doesn't work for it. Your body's absolutely on your side. That's one thing I have not said a lot in this program. So many of you come in here thinking your body's trying to screw you over and make you fat. That couldn't be further from the truth. The body's just doing the best it can based on the messages you keep sending it, right? Um, and and uh, your body is on your side every minute of the day. It's repairing, it's rebuilding, it's regenerating. It's doing. Like someone says to me, well, if my weight isn't moving, how do you know that my body's working on repairing and rebuilding and making change? Well, if you're carrying extra fat, chances are your body's a little broken down. If you have issues, there's a lot of work for your body to do. And it's 
been a real stressful last few months. You give the body the resources it needs, it's gonna work hard. It's like if it's like if you cut your hand and I say to somebody, how do you know your hand's gonna heal? Well, it just does. It's because that's what the body does because every minute of the day, the body's repairing, rebuilding, regenerating, rejuvenating. It's constantly, constantly working on your body's only job. Think about this for a second and think about our connection and our relationship to ourselves. Your body's only job in life is to keep you alive. It's its only job. Its sole purpose, its sole focus is to keep you alive and to have you working at the most optimal levels to the best of its ability. But it can't make change if you're not giving it the resources to make change and the time to make change and the platform to make change. And that's what we're doing here is just making sure we're giving the body the resources it needs. We are directing it and, and giving it the platform, the time it needs. Like weight loss is resources, right? Resources and logistics. <laughs> that's weight loss. Give your body what it needs. Give it the time to make the change. And then we fast track the whole thing. And that's why the program is so great because it's very systematic. So it's very forward moving. So you make the changes, the, body's, the body changes and adapts and then your body gets used to that and then we tweak it we hit it from a different angle the body you know reacts responds adjusts calm down you know drops weight makes change we hit it up again so it's a very forward moving program and process which is really super cool really super cool where each week the focus changes right each week the focus and the approach kind of changes and that's where we just really keep this moving it's really difficult i wish there was a way that we could um we i wish there was a way that we could we could kind of package up the three months and, and help people see the process and you know what we do it's just so hard to explain three months because there's just so many working parts to it no um, someone was talking about a baby, 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 baby. Where was that baby? Where's that baby? Where's that baby? Someone's talking about having a baby and sleep. Sorry, I missed that. So I'm going to guess at it because I saw it here and I wanted to respond. Um, oh, sorry. I sorry. Rashima. Is it Rashima? Rashima. Hi, Gina and all. We are a couple and in this together, each for our own process. My guy was so touched by the live last night. What the heck? Who knew he has big feels about his body too? I know. I know. Because, because in my experience, men tend not to verbalize, right? And, and talk about diets in the way that we tend to do. I'm trying to be inclusive with my language is what I'm trying to do here. Um, I'm trying to be inclusive with my language. Um, because our perception, I think, is that men don't care. They walk around with their big bellies and they just, they don't want to do diets. And I think that, you know, I know that that's not the case at all. Um, you know, women, it's like we become expert dieters. We talk to our friends about it. We're immersed about it. We're reading about it. You know, men, men, not so much, usually, typically. Um, and you know, I have sat down in front of some really powerful men, um, like, and have them cry in front of me. Oh, I'm so fat. My wife thinks I'm just, I'm letting her down. I think she thinks I'm so disgusting. Like I'm just in like, I'm just, what? You know, and it's true and it's true. And, and you know, um, it is true. And they, they do feel uncomfortable in their bodies and they do want to do something about it. I think the problem is that their perception, my experience when I talk to a guy, um, who is doing the program is that I just don't want their they, very typical response. And again, I'm, I'm really generalizing, um, is like, I don't want to eat just carrot sticks and lettuce because that's what they think it is. That's what they think it is, just carrot sticks and lettuce. You know, they don't know how to diet. It's not really in their wheelhouse. And a lot of times they rely on the information that they're getting from women, no offense, 
But look what we're doing. We're like obsessed with it. We're starving ourselves. We're depriving ourselves. We're miserable. We're working hard to lose the weight and then gain it all back. That's not exactly appealing. You know what I mean? And so men very, I think everybody, every, let me just take away the, the, the male, the female, everybody, I think. It, listen, you know, you may want to fit your ass into your bikini. Like that might be your motivator, but I don't believe that. You won't be, you, that won't, that you, you, you don't sign up for a program like this. You don't do the work. You don't, you're not here at the end out of vanity, right? You're not here at the end out of vanity. And I think what happens is we're, we're here, especially after you've done all those, we're here because there's a voice in our head that is telling us we feel like shit. There's got, there's, there's gotta be a better way. You know what I mean? There's gotta be more I can do like that, that feeling, waking up, feeling tired and dragging your butt and feeling uncomfortable and having your belly hang over your pants and not how it looks, how it feels and all of that. You cannot love yourself. You can't love that away. You can't love that away. And this is my major issue with the body positivity mo moment right now. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. But in the other sense, it's very much tied to your weight. And the reality is, is that you should love yourself no matter what weight you have. And I have real issues with this, your, your love being tied to your body at all, because there are people with disfigurements and disabilities who love themselves just fine, you know? Um, so I just think it's, it's misplaced when they attach it to, to weight, but that voice inside your head, and this is why this diets don't work and just love yourself and accept yourself the way that you are. Well, to me, when, when that, when I know that internal voice, that mind body connection is like the motivator It's your body saying, Hey, I'm desperately trying to keep us alive here and do the best. Can I get some help? Can I get some help? You know what I mean? That's that voice in your head. And when, if your diets don't work okay and, and you just, you got to love yourself, but what about that voice? What about the little voice, your body screaming at you? Hey, can you get some better sleep? Can you manage your stress? Can you eat some fucking carrots? You know what I mean? And so for most people, I believe that when they do a program like this, or they run through this program, it's just, it's a lot more than just fitting your butt into your bikini like that. Yeah, great. That's a great benefit. But I believe it's that, that voice It's that, it's that mind body connection. It's picking up on the fact that you know, it's just not where it needs to be. You know what I mean? And that's like a real kind of that care, that feeling kind of sticks with you, you know? So I think men are just as hopeful and, um, you know, uh, I think everybody is just as hopeful about weight loss, even though they may not be verbalizing it in the way that some other people do, you know, but I want to talk about doing this as a spouse. So, you know, I love the fact that you talked about doing your own individual journeys. Like I freaking love that. And I find that, and I was married for like 20 years. I find that it, when marriage is constantly compromised and, you know, you end up, just you kind of get intertwined in lives. You never really do the things you want to do. They never really do the things they want to do. You're constantly compromised. You're prioritizing everyone else in your family, including your partner and their needs above your own. And it just gets really messy and you lose your sense of self. You lose your sense of self. And I think that this program, I know with this program, um, what happens when you individually focus on your journeys and keep your keep your energy directed at yourself is that you you come together and it's like you recognize why you fell in love in the first place, you know, because you're back to being yourselves, you know, your individual selves when before you met. So it's really cool. Um, I think it's great for your sex life as well. It really is. Um, you know, you, when you feel good about yourself, it's, you know, that really translates into your relationship with your partner, you know, and, and really what you'll come to realize is that it wasn't about the, being uncomfortable or you know in your in, it wasn't about the size of your body it's how you felt in your body which is why you don't need to reach your your goal to feel freaking amazing you know you just need to feel like you know you're you're doing the things that you need to do that alone just and that's the thing about this program too like 
if you know that you are all in, then you will know that you were all in. And if you aren't all in, then you'll always wonder what will happen if you weren't all in, you know? Um, it's pretty cool what you can get out of this process, especially as a couple. It can have its moments. Um, you know, the, 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 the male, the male species tends to, tends to not carry weight the way, you know, women's bodies, females' bodies do. And, um, it's just a little different. So they can lose a lot quicker, <laughs> you know? They can have, like eat a cheeseburger and fries and then their weight can be down the next day. Meanwhile, you stayed on plan and your weight is up the next, you know what I mean? Um, so it, it can have its moments, but I love working with couples. That's my point. It's one of my favorite things to do for a variety of, of different reasons. So I love this. I love this. I gotta go. I gotta go. I feel like I barely made it through these. Um, let me just two more. Let me do two more. Let me do two more. Let me scroll down to the bottom and see what I can get down here. But then by then you guys are always, uh, okay. Oh, Tammy, I know it's not ideal, but it happened today at work. I ate lunch late. Is there only a time for one afternoon snack before dinner? Which snack do I choose? Okay. So this is very similar to the skipping snack type of thing. So this happens, right? So, so if you say you ate lunch and then you go into a meeting and then when you're supposed to be eating your fruit snack and then you come out of your meeting and it's your nut and seed snack, then you can still have your fruit snack and then kind of push everything back depending on what time maybe dinner is. Um, remember the order of foods is key, the timing, not so much. Um, or you can just skip that fruit snack altogether and go right to the next meal or snack. If you have time to add it in, add it in. Um, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, you don't want to purposely go skipping meals and snacks and you want to be as consistent as possible, but there are going to be times where you, you just can't eat your meals and snacks. Um, so you don't want to be switching them around or having them later. So once you skip it, you skip it. So in this case, if you missed your fruit snack and then by the time you go to eat your second snack, it's, it's not in seed snack time. You, you have options, eat your fruit and then push your snack back later, or just skip the fruit uh, for the day. And then, you know, eat that fruit, eat the nut and seed snack and then, and then carry on with your day. It does happen. It does happen. I struggle to give up diet Pepsi. I know the chemicals are awful for my body, but I want the bubbles. Can you please explain how diet Pepsi can impact the process? Uh, uh, <laughs> um, this is a great question. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, it's just, you know, First of all, okay, let me just frame it a completely different way. I am not worried about your diet pop. I'm not worried about your dog. Like I think that, and I hate that saying, do your own research, but I'm not trying to convince people to quit their diet pop. It's the same thing about artificial sweeteners. Like, I, you know, people are like, I thought artificial sweetener was natural. No, I mean, just the name artificial should kind of give it away. Like I, for the life of me, I don't understand why, want pe why, why, why anyone would want to put anything artificial in their body. So I have a real issue with that. Um, I don't personally like the taste of even the, even the better sweeteners, monk fruit, stevia. I, I can't stand the taste of them. They t talk about chemicals. I just, I don't understand it. But, you know, your pop is not going to be make or break. Like nowhere in the program does it tell you not to drink diet pop. Like it's not written in our, in our, it's not in this book. Nowhere in this book does it tell you not to have diet pop. Nowhere, nowhere. Because we don't really focus on what you can't have. We just focus on the things that you can do to maximize your efforts. And so we'll be talking to Dr. Paul and talking and, and Sasha will be doing a whole, you know, thing on artificial sweeteners. I, I just feel like it's, a, it's convincing people. You either know to stay away from them or you spend your time trying to convince people who love them to get off them. And I just sent that conversation so tired for me. Um, but here's the thing. If you just focus on drinking the water, you know, and doing the things that you, that you like, you fo focus on following the program, here's what's going to happen. You're just going to feel so amazing. Your taste buds are going to change and be enhanced. Your body's going to love the good nutrient rich foods you're eating. And chances are you're not going to like the human body 
it doesn't need and doesn't want diet pop. It just doesn't. Um, it just doesn't. And so because it doesn't need it or want it, you won't actually end up needing or to want it. And we hear this so often. Oh my God, like I used to drink a diet Coke every day. Now I've only had one this whole month. Or, oh my God, I this is my second group. I haven't had any diet Cokes in months. So I, if it's stressing you out, I honestly would just leave it in. Focus on the things that we are asking you to do and, and don't worry about taking your diet pop out. Don't worry about diet pop out. Um, I, like same thing with chemicals. Like it's just it's artificial sweeteners. Um, the 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 research has been done. People just refuse to listen. <laughs> they don't want to know. They don't want to know. They don't want to know. You know that's a whole other thing. Um, that's a whole other thing. Um, so you know I would look into look into artificial sweeteners and and go down the rabbit hole of that kind of information if you want. Um, but you know I I wouldn't worry about your pop. Focus on drinking the water and and doing all the things you need to do. You're gonna feel so good. You just won't want it. You won't want it. Like, I can't convince you. What am I going to say that's going to tell you how to take, like, keep pop out? You know, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. Other than stating the obvious, right? Other than stating the obvious. It's artificial. Like, you said it yourself. Like, you even said it. I know the chemicals are awful for my body. You really need me to explain why I would suggest you take it out. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But I, I know you're, I know you like you're, I know you're seriously asking, but this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, I know the chemicals are awful for my body, but I still want the bubbles. Okay. Well then have a soda or something. You know what I mean? So I, you want me to explain why you shouldn't have the pop, but you already know, you already know, you already know. Listen, I'm not going to tell you to have it, not have it. That's not, there's so much wiggle room in this. I, I have just learned some people are super hardcore and then some people are like, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. You know what I mean? I'm still going to drink my pop. I'm going to still have my pizza on Friday night. So I'm not about to tell you what to do and what not to do. What I, what I will do is share with you all of the things that I know are going to help you lose as much weight as possible, as quickly as possible in the time frame that we have. I don't mess around about that. I set the bar real high. I'm real particular. I'm real specific. Um, you know, um, but yeah, I know that was a really long explanation. You're not the only one, Lynn. You're not the only one. I honestly don't stress yourself up over this. Um, I caught myself so... I've caught myself, so maybe times, uh, maybe so many times the last week, thinking I'm not full, what else can I eat? And then I realize I just need to eat 10 minutes, wait 10 minutes, and then I'm full. Yeah, yeah, we're going we're gonna to actually start talking about that. We're going to start to talk about what does it mean to eat dissatisfaction? How do you know when you're full? We're going to break that all down for you guys. We're going to break it down all for you. Um... <laughs> I signed up for a very intense running program. They're encouraging carving up. Okay, first of all, that is so archaic. That's not even really a thing. That's not a thing. It's not a thing. I don't... <laughs> I'm trying not to say anything bad about it, but that is so not a thing. I used to work with hockey teams. I, in fact, I've worked with a couple of professional hockey teams who used to carbo load, and now they don't because of me, honestly. I'm um, not just to toot my horn, but the carbo loading thing is shit. I'm like, your hockey players are tired. They're exhausted. They're eating pasta. They're loading up on carbs the next day. They're waking up, and they're dragging their freaking asses. Try to just eat protein. Yeah, add some carbs in there, good fats. Have them make sure that they're not skipping meals and snacks and eating chocolate bars and cookies all day. Have them eat consistently all day. Fuck the carbo loading and see how much energy they have the next day. 
game changer. So car carbo loading is just, I, I can't hide it. It's just so old and archaic. Um, the night before, but I'm loving not having the breads, pastas, potatoes in the evening. Suggestions on things helping my performance the night before a long run. Um, uh, yeah, like follow the, like you're, <laughs> follow the food plan. And you know, you may notice your energy being affected now as your body's adjusting to it. Guaranteed. Like we hear this all the time from runners all the time. Like they're at, especially long distance marathon runners up at the end of the program, they got more energy than they've ever got. Like it's, it's, it's just, but you have to do the work to get the body. When you feel your body's feeling into store fat, it's going to keep you on reserve mode. Overtraining it is not going to help with that for sure. So you want to make sure you're giving your body not car like this. This is not a low carb program. It's the right carbs at the right time, right? So you can add in rices, quinoas, potatoes, like all of those things at lunch and dinner if and when you need them. The only thing we're suggesting is that you take out breads and pastas. Honestly, that causes your insulin levels to go up so quick and then come crashing down. That's why for the life of me, carbo loading doesn't make any freaking sense. It like ruins your energy. It doesn't help it. Um, so that's kind of a thing. Um, what can you do the night before? Have a normal, just eat normally. Have a nice meal with some carbohydrates, like some black rice some, or some quinoa, some, you know, veggies and stuff like that. Honestly, that's what I would do. Um, but then also, like, I'm I'm here to help people lose weight, right? Like, and people always with that exercise post, like, they're talking about, well, I'm a bodybuilder and I'm training for this. Well, <laughs> This is not that kind of program. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, you have to focus, you have to see where, where, where you want your body to focus. And so losing weight and trying to train for a marathon and losing weight, they, they kind of just don't really jive. They, they don't really jive. You know what I mean? What are you doing? Are you training, training for endurance, you know, or are you focusing on losing weight? Like they kind of don't really mash and meld together, you know? Um, so I have a real issue kind of like advising you what to do, um, from a weight loss perspective. I can tell you there's things that you can do when you're on your run, which make a lot of sense. Having a banana before you eat, um, having like raisins, um, pop them in your mouth as you're running cause they're high in sugar and they'll actually break down along the way. Like if you're, if you're doing a long distance run, you're blowing through your carbohydrates in 40 minutes, no matter what you load up on the next day, like eating more. Okay. This is it. This is it. Eating more food doesn't last you longer. You can't eat more food and have it last you longer. Your body only takes what it needs in the moment. And that's, that's why this is such an archaic thing. Um, so, and, and then if you're running for an hour and a half, it doesn't matter how much you carb load that that's going to, you're going to blow through that in like 40 minutes. Right. So it's all about, it's all about, it's all about replenishing that. Um, so you could use things like, um, you can use things like, um, like, like, the, like the banana, like they, a lot of people do those gel packs. A lot of people do those gels, gel packs as well. Again, like you have the energy in you to run, but if you're, what, you, this is just beyond that. So this is where it gets tricky because you're not just running, right? You're intensely running. You're probably trying to run longer and run faster. So this isn't just you taking your, your human body and running after your food. This is you maxing out your body, you know, getting it to perform. So it's a little bit different. It's a little bit tricky. Um, so yeah, so, so, so yeah, I would just have normal, normal eating, uh, normal eating. Um, I, was that helpful? I don't know. I, I don't mean to have a shitty attitude about this. Don't, that's not it. I'm just tired. And this is sort of like, it's, it's hard to answer this question, right? 
Um, so, I mean, you can try it. Like, do carbo loading, see how you feel, and then do a solid day of the program just eating normally, and then see how you feel the next day. See how you feel the next day. I'd play around with this. Um, try those. You can try those gel packs. They do have, like, more natural gel packs. Um, you can try the, the raisin trick. I, love, people's, I know the runners, um, they do Skittles, and they do candy, which, uh, obviously, that's not great. So, so um, you know, something like raisins uh, or something like that would work. I also, I'm not a runner. I'm, I'm <laughs> A runner, not a runner, not a runner, not a runner, not a runner. I gotta go. I can hear Tony. Uh, I gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Hi Deb, down five pounds. Finding it very simple to follow. I feel more energized than I have been in a long time. Going on vacation next week. Bit nervous about that. Going to read the guideline on that. Just do the best I can. I think we got travel post probably coming down the pipeline one of these days. Ooh, doesn't look like it's this week. Maybe next week. So what you can do? Um, where is it? I don't see it here. It's got to be coming down the pipeline soon. What you can do is skip ahead into the book. Um, use the program index, and you can skip ahead. And then if you're on the app, you can go into the program index, and then you can skip ahead, and then you look can look for it there. So you can read over and then listen if you've got any questions. I got to go tonight. I got to go, you guys. Um, great conversation tonight. A little bit all over the place. Um, but that's how it is sometimes. Um, Thank you for joining me. If I didn't get to your question, pop it over in the question of the day page. The team will answer it over there. Uh, also, remember that we turn these uh, all into podcasts. Um, also, remember you don't have to watch them. <laughs> I love that you do, and I love doing them. I'll be back tomorrow night if you want to join me then. But please do not feel like you have to watch hours of video to be successful. Have an amazing night. I only run when I'm being chased. You and me, Kathy. You and me. <laughs> You and me both. Remember, there's lots of wiggle room, you guys. We are so new into this process. You know, so if you're working out, play around with it. If you're running, play around with it. If you, you know, if you're a teacher and you're and your your timing is restricted, play around with it. You, you're not going to mess this up as long as you keep showing up. Play around with it. Make the tweaks that you need. Uh, reach out. Ask for help. Uh, we are here for you. Have an amazing night, you guys. I'll, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.